0: Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture. Today, coming up, Agribition had a record-setting show last month, and Saskatchewan is a winner in the Outstanding Young Farmer competition. AgriNews is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel De Corby and Graham Toth. Online at LandForSaleSask.ca and McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results. Online at McDougallAuction.com. Several new records were set at Canadian Western Agribition in Regina last month. CEO Chris Lane says total livestock sales at Agribition were the best since 1997 and the second highest in history at $3.5 million. He says purebred cattle sales reached $2 million, a new record high.
1: Well, we did have a very successful Agribition and we were happy to see new record set in a couple areas one of them is international buyers and this is a subset of our international guests that come to the show and buyers are ones who register with the intent to spend some money at the show and we had uh, over three hundred and sixty of those people come to exhibition this year and that is that's an all-time high for us and that says a lot about not only i think the facility that they came to see but also the kind of business that Agribition facilitates for our exhibitors as well and so we're looking forward to seeing what kind of economic impact a uh, record high of international buyers had at the show. But we also had some other interesting records set and one of them was the amount of people who took in our entertainment. These are the events that happen in the brand center in evening in the evening. So that's everything from rodeo to our some of our horse entertainment and jousting of course. So more than twenty seven thousand people took in that type of entertainment at Agribition and that's uh, that's an all-time high for us. So We're pretty proud of that. You know, we also had on the economic side uh, a high watermark set in terms of some of our uh, cattle sales. Purebred cattle sales were at $2 million, which is uh, a high in the history of Agribition. So again, that says something about not only the quality of livestock that people bring to Agribition, but I think the market demand for that uh, as well. So we were very happy to see that.
0: And what was total attendance?
1: Total attendance this year was 126,500 people and that's up about two and a half or three uh, percent over last year which is I think sustainable growth for us we're happy to see that and I think we can attribute some of that to curiosity about the new building but hopefully I think we're also seeing a, a, an uptick in that number because of the difference in programming that we're offering and sort of the the variance of things that you can see and do at Agribition so as long as we keep the programming up I think that people will keep coming.
0: What other factors were key in ensuring Agribition had a very successful year again?
1: Well, right from the get-go, we knew that our biggest challenge was being able to open the new International Trade Center in a way that made it easy for people to be at Agribition. So... um you know, everything from the from the new coat check to the expanded bus service and just the way that they we designed the show for people to flow from one side to the other, I think really helped people see more of aggravation than perhaps they've been able to see in the past. And I think it really set us on the right track as we go forward and we tweak and improve or change how we operate with the new facilities. I think, you know, those kind of things will help us in the future.
0: What changes are coming for next year?
1: Well, <laughs> that's a good question you know we have a list of things that we don't that we always like to you know see sort of minor tweaks or improvements on you know there's some landscaping and some parking lot work around here that still has to be done and i think once that's done we'll have a better idea for traffic flow and parking you know and those discussions around programming and and what fills the space and for how many days that's all undergoing um right now so we don't take a lot of a break uh or a long break rather and so we're already starting on 2018.
0: Over 1,200 guests from 86 different countries visited Agribition last month in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The winners of Canada's Outstanding Young Farmers Award for 2017 are from Saskatchewan and Quebec. Derek and Tannis Axton from Minton, as well as Veronique Bouchard and Francois Hanfield of Montreblanc, Quebec, were honoured on the weekend in Penticton, B.C. The Axtons farm in the Minton area, south of Regina, near the U.S. border. Derek Axton says they have implemented several measures to improve soil health, such as intercropping, cover crops, and controlled traffic farming. He says improving soil health has allowed the farm to reduce inputs, increase water retention, and build organic matter. He was honored to win, saying there are seven regions across Canada in the competition.
2: For us, I mean, the, the focus is the soil, you know, and, and improving you know our resource. You know, there's been a lot of talk about sustainable, but we want to go, I guess, to the next level and, and improve the resource because it's we know it's been degraded. So we're going to improve our resource back to what it was, or maybe even better. You know, so you know those focuses are no-till. Then you know, it was kind of the basis, but then from then it was, you know, the, a live root in diversity through intercropping, cover cropping, you know. And we've, and the other, one of the other things we started doing now is the composting, you know, using it uh, as a biological inoculant, say, to help replace the soil food web that we know is, is damaged from some of our practices in the past, and then we reduced our our synthetic inputs and you replace it more with sort of a carbon-based approach instead of a synthetic approach.
0: Organic type approach.
2: Yeah you know I guess so we've we even said in our presentation we really you know I guess by traditional means we really aren't a conventional farm but we know we really are an organic farm we're somewhere in the middle you know trying to find the best practices from from both sides
0: right. You've got a lot of intercropping and companion crops and cover crops tell me about that.
2: Yeah, you know intercropping is a big part. Like we intercrop all of our broadleaf acres now. We started in 2011 intercropping, and now we're doing we're intercropping all those. So usually about half of the farm, and then we also we we cover crop as many acres as we possibly can. We like to have something living for every growing day, which you know even considering our dry climate, we find it's important to have you know be harvesting the the sunshine and the carbon as much as possible because you know one thing is for sure and our soils are carbon deficient and you know every day we can have a plant growing and putting carbon back in the soil it's a win for us and you know and a a win for the environment because i mean there's a lot of talk about climate change and you know the level of co2 that's going on right now and and cover crops can be a big part of the solution
0: the other National Outstanding Young Farmer Award winners are organic vegetable producers from Mont Tremblant in the Laurentian Valley about an hour northwest of Montreal. Veronique Bouchard and Francois Hansfield grow 65 different vegetable, aromatic herbs, flowers and fruits that are certified organic. The Outstanding Young Farmers Award was established to recognize the next generation of agriculture. It's open to producers between the ages of 18 and 39 who derive at least two-thirds of their income from the farm. A market analyst expects wheat prices to show a small rally next spring. Spring wheat prices could reach close to $8 a bushel next spring. Neil Townsend of FarmLink Marketing Solutions says demand is flat right now, but he expects wheat in Durham could see some price increases in the April to June period if weather remains relatively dry.
3: I don't expect to see the highs for either spring wheat or Durham back. So, you know, at the height of the... um, drought concerns for North America. We saw, you know, prices quite high. I would think that, uh, you know, spring wheat could rally, uh, you know, 50 to 75 cents from its low. Uh, so, you know, we might see some uh, close to $8 sales available towards the end of the year. For um, Durham, I would say that, you know, maybe the milling market in North America will come in and buy uh, potentially uh eight plus on, on Durham at the end of the year. Again, a lot of that really, the magnitude of that upswing will depend on what the weather uh, prognostication is at that time.
0: So you see a real weather market this winter?
3: Potentially. Like uh, Again, the reason why I say that is just because the market is very cognizant that the supplies the farmer holds is very, very good quality. So if they perceive weather risk, like either the quantity will be down because of sort of like dryness or say it gets really, really wet and they perceive like, oh, my God, there could be a lot more fusarium or problems with the quality, then I think the kind of carryout we have becomes a little bit more precious. And what some companies will do is rather than wait until, you know, you pull it off in the new year, they'll try to take ownership of it prior to that. Now, again, one thing, Jim, that really I have to stress is that the weather might indicate no such risk, right, right? And uh, if that's the case, then that last kind of uh, interest in buying will really be company dependent and, and it might not occur.
0: Neil Townsend is a Senior Grain Market Analyst at FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola rose 3.50 at 481.94. Oats increased $1.27 at $157.44. Number one red spring wheat went up 55 cents at $240.48 per metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham, two sixty-seven forty-six, dollars Feed barley, $174.63. Flax, four seventy-two sixty-eight, dollars 68 Yellow peas, two twenty-two fifty-four, dollars And feed wheat, $136.48. The Minneapolis Grain Exchange December spring wheat gained 1 and a quarter cents a bushel at 6.11 and 3 quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Wayburn 842-4574. Heartland
4: Livestock Market Report, Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards in the Tuesday regular sale. 1,430 call cows and bulls. For that sale, the cow market remains steady with active feeding demand. They average 79. The good cows are 80, 85. The odd feeder cows go up as high as a dollar 10. Into the two-year-old epirates, really strong at $1.20 to $1.40. And into the calf run, we have 1600 on Thursday and 1800 on the Saturday sales. On Saturday, the future board has dropped. The Canadian dollar came up. Kiev's Certainly, towards the end of the season, sowing some pressure, other than a fancy kettle where they face off to go to Ontario. Seven weight load of steers on Saturday at 220 at seven, 650 680 weight steers, $2 to 204 So, certainly, you can see those 700 pounds they had the face off. The 600 pounders, 212 to two fifteen seventy five. 75 the 550s, 220 to 224 75 480 to 500 pound steers, 240, 246, right at four in the 260, 265 range. The heifer cattle, the six weights, 190 to 199, 75. Uh, We did have some as high as 205 going back as breeding heifers. The 5 to 570 weight heifers, 190 to 95. Uh, We did have a one-owner load from Boss up at Vanskoy 550 black Angus heifers bring 211 for breeders. And we had some 550 weight char heifers at 215. For 70 weight heifers at 205 and a quarter on the British cattle, the 400 pounders at 210 to 222. Uh, Certainly, the run this fall has been extraordinary here in uh, Swift Current. In a 60 day period, we handled 65,000 cattle. That's unprecedented, the most that has ever happened here for this time of year. That's the way it is in cattle country, heartland, swift current.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
5: Ham sold 6,300 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 141 to 148 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 137 to 147 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 97 basis points for the daily exchange rate at 1.2729. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.80 cents US. Both cash hog and futures markets are experiencing some uncertainty that on the one hand is optimistic about new competition stemming from the new plants, while on the other, attempting to reconcile the large pork volumes currently being produced and an uncertain forward-looking demand. Weekly hog slaughter came in at 2.535 million hogs last week, which is 1% lower than last year yet interest in considering the USDA's forecast suggests the market would be dealing with approximately 4% larger hog supplies. The market will be eagerly awaiting the next quarterly hogs and pigs report, which is scheduled to be released on December 22nd.
0: Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high minus 9. Partly cloudy tonight, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the low minus 18, the wind chill minus 29 tonight. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, 60% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the high minus 7, the wind chill minus 30, the low minus 11. Wednesday, clearing skies, the high minus 6, the low minus 9. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 7. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high minus 5, the low minus 8. Saturday, sunny, the high near 0, the low minus 6. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 2. The normal high is minus 7, the normal low minus 18. The sun rose at 841 this morning. It sets at 457 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan and Saskatoon, minus 10. Swift Current, minus 7. Weyburn, minus 11. Yorkton is minus 9. In Regina, light snow, minus 11. That's 12 Fahrenheit. West-northwest at 21. Humidity, 83%. The Bramita rising, 102.0. The wind chill, minus 19 right now. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 7. Winds are from the west-northwest, 26 gusting to 39. Coming up, we want you to stay tuned for the resource report. The province unveils the climate change strategy. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.